Welcome to her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. In our 12th episode, we will talk about Zinaida Serebrakova, one of the first Russian women who entered the history of painting. My name is Nata Andreev, and I'm going to tell you seven curious facts that you didn't know about the artist that depicted very careful and accurate the imperial Russian countryside, celebrating the complexion of both people and land. The information provided in this episode comes from multiple sources and it's not mine. All authors are credited on her art podcast blog on Medium. Curious fact number one. Zinaida Yevgenieva Serebryakova was born on the Niskushnaya estate in modern-day Kharkov, Ukraine, into the Benoit Lansaray dynasty of artists. When Serebryakova was barely two years old, her father died of tuberculosis. The family moved from Niskushnaya to the apartment of her maternal grandfather, Nicolas Benoit an imperial Russian architect in St. Petersburg. Her creativity flourished mostly at home. Her grandfather's apartment neighbored the famous Mariinsky Theater, and Serebrakova learned music and performance from her family and their social circle. The estate Niskushnaya, which you can literally translate as not boring, boasted endless forests, fields, and meadows that would inspire her early work. The art produced here was an odd to daily rituals and hard-working women, both enchanting and powerful in their simplicity. Curious fact number two. She was accepted into the Princess Tinishova Art School in St. Petersburg at the age of 17, where she became a protege of the noted realist painter Ilya Repin. Her studies were interrupted when her mother took her to Italy for eight months, where she haunted the galleries studying the Renaissance masters. Back in St. Petersburg, she commenced studying at the studio of Osi Braz, who encouraged his students to copy portraits displayed at the city's Hermitage Gallery. Curious fact number three. It was out in those same fields during her 21st summer at Niskushnaya that she fell in love with her first cousin, Boris Serebrakov a railway engineer also spending his summer in the country. After a swift courtship, the couple sought and won family approval for marriage, despite being related. But it took a massive donation to convince the Russian Orthodox Church to marry the cousins in September of 1905. Curious fact number four. At the outbreak of the October Revolution in 1917, Serebrakova was at her family estate of Niskushnaya, and suddenly her whole life changed. In 1919, her husband Boris died of typhus contracted in Bolshevik jails. She was left without any income, responsible for her four children and her sick mother. All the reserves of Niskushnaya had been plundered, so the family suffered from hunger. 
She had to give up oil painting in favor of the less expensive techniques of charcoal and pencil. Curious fact number five. She did not want to switch to the futurist style popular in the art of the early Soviet period, nor paint portraits of commissars. But she found some work at the Kharkov Archaeological Museum where she made pencil drawing of the exhibits. In December 1920, she moved to her grandfather's apartment in Petrograd. After the October Revolution, inhabitants of private apartments were forced to share them with additional inhabitants. But Serebrakova was lucky. She was quartered with artists from the Moscow Art Theater. Thus, Serebrakova's work during this period was centered on theater life. Curious fact number six. At the age of 40 years old, Zinaida went to Paris having received a commission for a large decorative mural. On finishing this work, she intended to return to the Soviet Union, where her mother and the four children remained. However, she was not able to return, and although she was able to bring her younger children, Alexander and Catherine, to Paris, she could not do the same for her two older children, Evgeny and Tatiana, and did not see them again for many, many years. The Second World War brought even more hardship. Shortly after the Nazis arrived in Paris in 1940, Serebrakova was threatened with arrest. Her correspondence with the family she hadn't seen in nearly two decades was classed as illegal communication with an enemy nation. To stay out of the prison, she was forced to renounce her Soviet citizenship, extinguishing basically any hope she might have nurtured of ever returning home. It would be six years before she had any further contact with her children in Russia. Curious fact number seven. Her words are not intended as photographs, but solely Zinaida's vision and manifestation of beauty. In 1966, when the artist was 82 years old, she was finally able to exhibit in the Soviet Union's biggest cities like Moscow, Leningrad, and Kiev to great acclaim. Her albums sold by millions, and she was compared to Botticelli and Renoir. However, although she sent about 200 of her works to be shown in the Soviet Union, the bulk of her work remains in France to this day. Serebrakova died in Paris at the age of 82. Zinaida is buried at the Russian cemetery of Saint-Geneviève-de-Bois. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the last episode of her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. I wanted to express my genuine appreciation for each and every one of you um, that supported this project. It's unfortunate that her art journey is... 
oh lord <laughs> i didn't know it's gonna be that hard and i don't want to record this one more time just leaving it all out here for whoever gets to the end of this episode So yeah, um, it is unfortunate that our journey is coming to an end after three seasons, um, 34 episodes in English, 22 episodes in Romanian, and six interviews with local Moldovan artists. I will continue to celebrate all the women I featured during this time, so um, please continue to follow more of what I do on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, this is the 10th episode I am recording during COVID-19. I hope everyone is safe and takes care of themselves and their loved ones. And don't forget, and SARS, because Black Lives Matter.